It's time to talk MTCS sports. It's Cougar Corner, fueled by Chick-fil-A and Donut Country. Presented by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA, live your best life. Online at TOA.com. We're joined by Middle Tennessee Christian School coaches to talk about their most recent games and their upcoming opponents. It's time to talk orange and white on MTCS Cougar Corner. Welcome in to MTCS Cougar Corner here on this Saturday morning. Time to catch up with the orange and white. It's a uh, big week. We're wrapping up the regular season with Coach Hillary Hodges here and uh, talking about what's been a, a great regular season. And uh, season number two starts with the postseason here as well this next week. Hard to believe, but Coach, we're here. Yes, and I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me this morning. Absolutely. Going to be a, a fun time to catch up. Um, we've actually had a chance to broadcast a couple of games in the last few weeks, and uh, one didn't go your way, but one did. And, uh, you know, you had a strong finish, Coach, um, here in the regular season. And um, d- despite what happened with Webb and CPA, you needed a strong finish, and you got that from your girls. Yes, the girls really responded well, and they've worked really hard these last couple of weeks. And um, I feel like we're on a good mission right now, and our headspace is good, and we're ready to uh, see what we can do in the district. Well, let's talk a little bit about that, and, and then we'll recap the last few weeks. Um, it's It's been a very strong year in the league in girls' basketball, for sure. Yes, it's been. A, we've had great games every night, really. Every, every team, every coach has done a really good job, and um, every night we've had to bring it. So that's been an exciting thing, too. And it's been exciting to watch our kids respond to what the other team was bringing. So um, right now we suspect the the way things go with that, uh, you, you know, there are some head-to-heads and who beat who and this kind of thing. But right now we're looking at number two seed going into the tournament next week. Yes, we're number two seed playing number seven seed, which I believe will be GCA who we just played, you know, on Thursday. So they'll come back to us on Tuesday night. Um, believe the game time is at 6, but I think the home team get to get to decide that. So it'll either be a 6 o'clock tip or a 7 o'clock tip. <laughs> so in um, for folks who maybe aren't aware, the entire postseason will be played at the higher seed, district, region, right on as, as, as far as you go until – uh, state tournament, which the Division Two state tournament is going to be in Cookville uh, at Tennessee Tech this year. That's uh, some information that just came out this week, but that's a long way down the road. Just uh, kind of put that away in, in your mind there a little bit. But um, I, I think the idea is to alternate nights, right? Tuesday girls, Wednesday boys, and just right on through. Yes, it'll go Tuesday. Um, they'll do it. The boys will play a playing game. They're just district will play a playing game we only have eight teams this year because zion did um just jv on the girls side so we'll have tuesday girls wednesday boys and then friday girls and boys saturday girls and boys and um as as you go right on through that um coach it's uh when, when you talk about postseason i don't want to get too far ahead because i do want to talk about some of the other games but uh, postseason play seems to bring out the best in everybody, doesn't it? Oh, for sure. Postseason play is what you play for. It's what you start practicing for in uh, November, and and you hope that you're at the right time and in the right spot with your team, as far as mentally and physically. And um, then you know, just go out and, and play some really good basketball against some really good opponents. 
Well, since the uh, last time that we've had an opportunity to catch up with you, you've really had uh, a, a tough road to hoe, if you will, playing you know about three, sometimes four games a week, and uh, hit kind of a, a rough patch after the uh, the PCA win um, w- with Webb and and CPA in there, but. You know, that those are, are things that you can learn and build from. Kind of talk about that stretch your girls had to go through. Yeah, and, you know, we went over, we beat PCA at their place on a Friday and then went over to Webb on a Tuesday. And, and really, you know, um, Brian, we played well. We didn't play great. We missed, a, you know, missed a lot of layups and had an opportunity to tie it at the end, um, lose by three points. So it's not like we went over there and just laid down. Um, our kids battled their guts out the entire time. And then against CPA, <clears throat> CPA came in um, and just were on fire. They were on fire. They just found out that one of their seniors had tore her labrum and was done um, as they got on the bus. So they were fired up and ready to go. And, um, you know, we dug, dug ourselves a pretty good hole and then battled back, but just couldn't finish it. Um, but I was just super, super proud of how our kids responded from there. Um, you know, they they'd only lost one game in the district from at that point, and then they lost two in a row. And then we turned around and, um, you know, finished out exactly how we wanted to and, and dominated the rest of our game. Yeah, I, I think it is important to note about that game um, with CPA. You, you've mentioned that you kind of dug a hole early. And sometimes when that happens, even if you play three great, three great quarters, you've just dug yourself a hole that you can't dig out of. And that was uh, pretty much right. kind of the case in that one. Yeah, we, we couldn't hit anything. I think we had one field goal the first quarter. Um, and for our team, that's really um, that's really unusual for us. But we um, we battled. You know, they fought hard. Our kids didn't give up. Um, and that's the thing that I love about this group is they keep coming. Um, even when they're tired, they keep coming. They try to give their best at, at all times. And um, I think that that was kind of a good eye-opener for us, though, too. Of, um, you know, we've got to go out playing to win, not playing not to lose. And I think that was a good learning moment for um, myself and for our team. You had um, some really great play um, in the in the game uh, as well, and you know I I think you have to, um, as a coach, do you look at and how your team responds from those situations because that 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 i guess gives you a gauge to how far you can push to see to to get more results right and you know and and our our girls are in uncharted territory this year um they're they've never been in a spot where they're supposed to win late in january and this year they've because of their work they put themselves in that spot where they were supposed you know they're supposed to win deep in january and january's tough january's a, a exhausting month it's a physical month but it's also a mental month and um you know we like i said we took two bumps but we keep keep on going and we put ourselves we've we tried to talk all season about we want to control our own destiny and we don't want to put it in anybody else's hands and the girls have done a really good job of playing team basketball to do that and to get us a, a two seed which means you know we'll host all the way to the championship game <clears throat> well i know in the um in the game with CPA, you were just trying to to find that find someone to give you a spark, and I thought Reagan Atkinson did that for you. She came in uh, off the bench and uh, had double digits for you. Yeah, Reagan is um, Reagan has been shooting on her own and has really done a great job of knocking down threes. Um, and people, you know, 
she's she's Reagan's a hidden treasure. She's our best defender. She guards the best player every night um, and goes hard. And now she's picked up her offensive game as well. And you know, averaging <clears throat> well right now, she's shooting the best uh, three point percentage on her team. Um, so she's you've done a really good job, and that goes to her individual work that she's putting in on her own. We are talking with Hillary Hodges about the uh, MTCS Cougars, the uh, two seed in the tournament coming up next week. More on that uh, as we go along. Also mentioned uh, a a few minutes ago, Coach, you um, after losing the CPA, you knew you had three games left, and those games were crucially important. Um, You know, you, you turn around, and after playing CPA on a Wednesday, you have a Friday, Monday and Thursday stretch to get to uh, where you are right now, and your girls responded. Yes, they did. They came out hard against um, CA and and really turned our defense up, which was exciting to see, Um, and played really good team offense and then um, played a really good FRA team. You know, the thing about CA, FRA, and GCA is they keep coming. Um, It doesn't matter the score. They play hard. They're going to be consistent. And their, their coaches are doing a really good job with them. Um, and our girls just kept plugging, you know. But I really am – I'm really proud of our defense right now. Our, our man-to-man defense is working really hard, and everybody's, everybody's doing their part. So it's a, it's a team effort right now, and the team's rolling in the right direction. We did get the opportunity to see uh, your team versus Grace and uh, kind of complete opposite games. You came out firing on all cylinders and, and really got out uh, to a fast start in that one. Yeah, you know, um, we saw that we had an advantage right off of the tip, and Briaria did a great job of getting it right to Sydney, and Sydney did a great job of going down and, and shooting a little floater. Grace has a kid that's a really good charge taker, so Sydney did a real good job of reading that and, and starting us off. And, you know, just getting a point on the on the board quickly lets all that pressure get off your shoulders, and then you can release and play a little bit. Um but I think our defense, you know, our defense gave us a huge spark offensively because we got easy, easy steals, and and that turned into easy buckets. You know, the uh, it was it was fun to watch them play Friday night. Yeah, <clears throat> or Thursday night. Thursday, yeah, <laughs> Friday. That's a that's an old habit, isn't it? Uh, you, we just it is an old habit. <laughs> play everywhere uh, during the week. Um, it, 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 that was. Uh, maybe a different game than I kind of expected because I know you've got some some great shooters and you did have uh, several threes in the game, but that really wasn't your bread and butter. It was Sydney Cooper in the paint for you that night. Yep, Sydney Cooper and Sarah Wisnowski. You know um, they were face guarding Briaria and trying to keep her her from getting um, loose and um, doing damage. And um, you know I'm I'm a post guy. So I like the ball to go inside first and come out. And um, our team did a really good job of seeing what was open. And, and Sydney and Sarah did a really good job of um, just finishing layups. We had a great percentage in the paint um, Thursday. And the guards did a great job of reading and seeing. And um, then Sarah and Sydney did a great job finishing. You know, the uh, yeah, you had um, 17 from Sydney and 15 from Sarah. So, uh, you know, all those points in the paint for someone who likes to go inside, I'm sure that made it brought a big yeah, smile to you. <laughs> <laughs> it did. It did. But, you know, the the other things that made me smile was, um, you know, Maria Gillespie. And Maria Gillespie is one of the hardest workers on our team. And um, she's just been in a shooting swamp. And she got to see the ball go in the hole. Um, which was great. You know, Reagan and Ellie saw the ball go in the hole. And then um, Briaria, you know, Briaria's just been constant for us all year. And 
Um, she didn't have to score a bunch of points Thursday night, but she got a lot of assists and steals and um, turned them over a bunch. So I just thought it was a great team effort. And then we, you know, we had points from the bench as well. So that was exciting to see. Yeah, when you talk about the the, the fact that you know Briaria didn't necessarily have you know double digit points, but did all those other things. You know, you have to kind of, as the game goes along, see what's working. And and she didn't seem to be um, afraid to make that pass instead of trying to take that shot. I I, I thought that was pretty heady for a freshman. She's, um, Brian, she's one of the most intelligent freshmen that I've ever seen that truly understands the game of basketball. She understands read. She understands um, what the defense is trying to make you do. Um, she understands where her teammates need to be and how she needs to get it. Um, but she is a um, very selfless uh, teammate. She just wants to win. She just wants to distribute, you know, and do her part. Um, and, you know, sometimes she doesn't take enough shots, um, but she does a really good job of getting the ball where it needs to go. And and then also she turns around and plays really good defense. So um, she's a stop stop down, and she's actually leading our team in um, points right now and rebounds and assist. So she's uh, got three marks of stats that she's leading her team. So, you know, just can, continues to show that she's a complete player. You know, Sydney's right behind her. Um, Sydney's doing a great job of cleaning up the boards lately and playing really good defense. And I'm just really excited about all of our team right now. Uh, we're talking with Hillary Hodges this morning about the Lady Cougars. And um, uh, let's see, I have you at 11 and 3 in the district and 14 and 5 uh, overall. Uh, that's fairly close. It's been hard to keep up with everything this year, I'm sure you know. <laughs> yeah, it has been. And I'm just thankful that we've got that many in. You know, at the beginning, I didn't know that we would actually get past uh, December. So I'm just excited to still be playing and everybody to still be healthy. Uh, I, I did want to, as we kind of talk about that part of, of what's going on this year, um, at the Grace game, uh, seeing a small student section. I, I don't know how many of those you've had oh, this man. year, but there haven't been many. Well, I have not got to coach with any. Our team has not had any home student sections because the home games early when they were allowed, we were quarantined. So um, that was huge against CA. You know, I saw our team kind of get a little winded and then um, Kate and the student section got into it, and then here came our girls back again. So just them feeding off the students, the students feeding off of us has been a great atmosphere. I'm so thankful that they've been allowed back in. You know, this this past week for us and, and some of our, our broadcast have been closer to normal, you know, and, and yes, I know yes. these girls have, have – you know, played through a season of so many challenges and, and going into the tournament, you, you, you mentioned that being a boost and with the two seed being able to host, uh, for a long way through the tournament, that that those are all things that could go together and be the perfect storm in what has been a challenging year. Oh, for sure. And, and what a great time to have that right now. You know, this is the time when we need it the most. So I'm, I'm very thankful for that, but I definitely think having home court advantage right now, um, especially how tight our top tier is, um, will be a huge, a huge help for us and a huge motivator for our girls. You know, it's it's motivating for them. They want to go out and, and play well for their school, and they want to go out and play well for their classmates. And um, our student section does a really good job of being there and supporting them. 
Well, let, let's let's kind of look at the the league as as we talk about the tournament and with Webb the the one seed and and you all number two Providence Christian right in there. I mean, it, it seems like on any given night um, that that trio is is really really tough. And then you have to add a CPA team in there who has five losses but some quality wins. Yeah, the thing about CPA is CPA goes hard. You know, Coach Legate does a really good job. Her kids go really hard, and they're very disciplined in what they do. No one's going to, you know, do something that they're not supposed to do at a at an inopportune time. So um, I think all four of those should be really good games and, and should be really competitive games. I don't see any blowouts in, um, you know, in that. But, we, you know, we've got to get past a, a well-coached GCA team. Uh, Coach Cooey's doing a great job at Grace, and we've got to get past them Tuesday before we even get to start thinking about the fun possibilities of uh, Thursday and, or Friday and Saturday. Now, uh, a win on Tuesday, does that ensure more postseason play for you, if I, if I remember the bracket right? Yes. Yes, if we win um, – when we win Tuesday, then we will play Friday semis, you know, um, probably Saturday championship, and then you'll go into the region – and then if you win that first round of the region, you're guaranteed into that final 16. So you've got to win that first round of the region to get into that get into that spot. You know, we're we're talking with um, or have talked this morning with all the Division One teams about you know one more week and then the tournament starts and all. Everything in Division Two is is a week earlier, but you have the same number. Your regular season starts at the same time, and so it's it's really a grind in the regular season, and it's sometimes three, four games. It is. Yes, it is a grind, and this year it's been an even uh, more difficult with makeup games. So it's it's been it's been a, a philosophy this past few weeks of saving legs. You know, how can we save legs? And and I was excited about the game. You know, Friday that um, a lot of my starters didn't have to play four quarters. So even saving them eight minutes, ten minutes, um, you know, that's important when it comes down down to the stretch where we know next week we're going to be playing three very competitive games. Um, but the girls the girls have just really responded well. They've done a good job of taking care of their bodies and um, giving their bodies what they need as far as, you know, good hydration and good food and um, taking care of their studies. I think, you know, I have a team of um, – honor roll students so that's exciting to um that they dominate in the classroom as well so i just i've just been very very proud of this team this year well um you know this this will be um whenever you you get to look back over the season this will will probably be one of those that you look back and and think about the the grit of um just getting through all of the challenges, uh, school being different and social distancing and mask and COVID and, you know, all of those things that go along with it, plus playing basketball and quarantines and, and, and all of those right. things, you know, and, and but that's going to help these girls down the road and whatever they decide to do too. It will, Brian. And you, you said a word, grid, and, and I want to, um, I want to speak on my senior for a moment. You know, I've got one senior in Macy Smith and, um, She's got the most grit and determination and competitiveness of anybody on my team, and she's my smallest human on my team. Um, but she has done a great job of of doing whatever we need. And um, you know, Macy's a, a softball player and a, com- a committee, and um, will continue her collegiate playing softball at um, Harding. But with Macy comes everything you got. She gives you everything she's got, and our team feeds off of that. And, and she's done a really good job of. 
of having a senior year, like you said, even even though it's been different, um, she's had a really good senior year, and we're excited for that. And, you know, I, the one thing that I've said to you multiple times is I've told the girls, you know, anything can change on a, on a dime, and that's life completely. But now this year has shown them that, that things can be taken from you without any fault of your own, and they can be taken um, – you know, you wake up one day thinking you're going to play and you get told at two o'clock you can't. So um, we've tried to try to just continue to push and to, to breathe into them that you've got to give your best every day because you don't know if that's going to be your last opportunity to do that. Yeah. So that's been our hopefully our lesson that we've learned throughout this COVID stuff. And, and I'm just thankful that everyone stayed healthy. You know, it's it's a. Uh, it's um, definitely something not to play around with. That's very true. Well, uh, on a, on another family note, as as we wrap up, uh, I got to hear your uh, other half on the radio broadcast. Uh, the Hodges have been dominating radio here this week at uh, at WGNs. Yes, he's uh, he did a middle game yesterday. He loves doing that, uh, Brian. He may he may come and work with you one day. Um, <laughs> You know, Tom. Tom is just such a uh, such a basketball guy, and and sees it from all angles. And he's also really good with words. Um, I've always told him he had a radio voice, so um, maybe a radio face too. So we'll see <laughs> see about that. But um, but he's he's enjoying that. He's actually doing a radio show right now um, with Greg Poe in Nashville. So he does that on Saturday mornings, and they talk all kinds of basketball. So um, he's enjoying it, and he's getting his basketball fixed through that and um, doing pretty well. He may actually do the state tournaments again, the D2 state tournaments, the color commentating again this year. So he enjoyed doing that last year. So uh, he's, whatever he's going to do, he's going to do it well. So I'm excited. to uh, fun to listen to him. Well, fun to listen to him and hear his predictions. Maybe he'll have to sit out one game because you're playing in that tournament. It'd be all right. Hopefully, hopefully, yes. That would, that's what he told him. He said he told Mr. Gillespie that he'd have to wait and see, you know, where we where we finish up. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, so, that'd um, be awesome. You know, it's it's a uh, a lot of things have to align to get to a state tournament. But this team, I would love to see this team make it there and and see what they can do because they've definitely put in the time and the effort for it. Yeah, most certainly. Well, Coach, uh, we'll catch up here with you in a, a couple of weeks and, of course, uh, monitor the success of the Lady Cougars through the tournament. And uh, congratulations on the number two finish, and we'll see you here real soon. Thank you, Brian. You have a great day, and go Cougars. All right. That's Coach Hillary Hodges joining us here on MTCS Cougar Corner. Back to wrap things up in a moment. Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. We're going to be an educational institution that teaches the Bible every day. Every subject we teach, we're going to teach through a biblical perspective. In every aspect of our school, we're going to do it through a Christian perspective. MTCS President Matt Tiller. That also means that everything we do, we have to be excellent. We feel like Christ calls us to excellence. And so that means we have to be excellent academically. That means we have to be excellent athletically because that's what God calls us to. It's a great place to be. Invest in your child's future in an environment that fosters Christ-centered values. To find out more, visit mtcscougars.org. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance takes great pride in treating local athletes here in Rutherford County. Experts in joint, bones, and muscles. And with over 65 specialists, TOA has a playbook to get you back in the game. To request an appointment, visit toa.com or call 855-NEED-TOA. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA. Live your best life. 
Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. The large majority of our kids are involved in athletics or extracurricular activities, one or the other. And most are doing multiple activities. MTCS President Matt Tiller. And that's a great preparation for life. How many of us in our life are just doing one thing? So a well-rounded student is a huge deal. Invest in your child's future in a Christ-centered environment with many athletic and extracurricular choices. Without a doubt, our students have the opportunity to be involved in multiple activities. To find out more, visit mtcscougars.org. It's MTCS Cougar Corner, fueled by Donut Country and Chick-fil-A. Presented by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA, live your best life. Online at toa.com. On FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at wgnsports.com, and on our iPhone and Android apps. Welcome back as we wrap up MTCS Cougar Corner here this morning. My thanks to Hillary Hodges uh, for joining us um, in the district meeting right now, talking over things as the uh, tournament get set for next week and we'll have that information uh, as soon as we can up on uh, wgnsradio.com we'll also have that uh, of course at mtcssports.com have uh, everything covered there for you again uh, the tournament higher seed that's where things will be played throughout the district region right on through so uh, kind of keep that tucked away in your uh, brain knowledge there Let's uh, kind of take a look at your Cougar Corner scoreboard here for the uh, the month, and it's been uh, uh, a few days of really great play here. And of course, uh, MTCS girls and boys were uh, winners over Grace this last week, and uh, nice to see the uh, the boys pull out the uh, the victory there over Grace and uh, strong finish by the girls to get that number two seed going into the tournament. So uh, that, that's going to be some great stuff there to keep watch on. And, of course, we will do that as well. We're talking boys basketball next Saturday morning here on MTCS Cougar Corner. And uh, Coach Piercy will be joining us for that. So looking forward to the conversation there. Uh, we've got coming up on WGNS today. Uh, more basketball for you. If you're a basketball fan, you're certainly going to enjoy what we've got uh, here on WGNS for you. Coming up today in just a little bit, it's Middle Tennessee Lady Raider basketball from Charlotte, 1230 airtime here on WGNS. The men play at 330 airtime, so as soon as the women's game is over, we'll have the men's game on the air for you right here on WGNS today as they host Charlotte. 49ers in town to take on the men. Big win last night uh, for really both teams, but for the Raider men, that one-point victory. Hopefully they can get a double dip with one today as well. Monday, we're talking to uh, Coach Rick Ensel at 6 and Nick McDevitt at 7 o'clock for the MTSU Coaches, show, coaches Shows. Uh, on State Farm Prep Sports next week, Riverdale at Oakland on Tuesday night. We'll have that beginning at 5.50 airtime. And 6 o'clock for the girls' game, boys' game will follow. And then it's Blackman at Oakland on Friday night. We'll have that streaming at WGNSRadio.com as we'll have Lady Raider basketball on the air as they host Marshall. Next Saturday morning, our coaches' shows will feature boys' coaches, our last regular season coaches' show for uh, all of the guys. I do want to say thanks to all of the coaches for joining us all season long. We will uh, have had our last conversation with some of the girls this week and appreciate their dedication and a challenging year for being on here with us. I want to thank uh, John Dinkins and Monty Hill Jr. for their work this morning here on the show and also our producer, Dalton Barrett. Hope you have a great weekend, everybody, and we'll see you right back here next Saturday morning 
for MTCS Cougar Corner.